This episode is brought to you by Resource Consulting Services, Australia's leading provider of holistic, regenerative farm business education and advisory services. The Grazing for Profit School has been delivered in every Australian state to more than 5,500 farmers, empowering them to increase profit, lift the health and production of their land, improve relationships in their business and enhance their work-life balance. Learn more at rcsaustralia.com.au Central Station Podcast, where we bring you stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. Hi, I'm Kirsty Williams, and this is my story, Baby, Can You Handle the Heat? With a car packed to the roof, three kids plus a new baby to take home, looking in the rear vision mirror heading out of Adelaide in the early hours of the morning was a great feeling. After being away just shy of four weeks whilst waiting to have baby number four, as living remotely we were required to relocate closer to a hospital with birthing facilities, being home in my own bed couldn't come soon enough. And even better... It was two days after Christmas and we were going home to no staff, which for those living the life, and no offence by any means to staff, it's a holiday in itself given the change of pace and no need to have tea on the table at a set time. We arrived home that evening at 6.14pm and it was a balmy 45 degrees. What was I thinking being excited about coming back? Welcome home, Lenny. Over the next couple of days, whilst... I had a sleeping baby. I'd get outside to try and resurrect some plants that were shriveled, limp and far from their former self. I had every sprinkler on, filled the pool, gave every gum tree on every dripper line a good soaking until three days in, Cam asked if I'd turn the pump off. The tank was only two foot full. Uh, nope. I've been watering a little bit, but I haven't touched it. As it turned out, the pump was on, but there was no water pumping. There was utter silence, a lot of head scratching, and then a lot of swear words as realisations set in. Our house bore, after 69 years, had decided to call it a day. A newborn, a heatwave with nearly three weeks of 45 degrees plus ahead of us, and no water. New Year's Day, happy 2019. A week went by with no water. The kids' shower was a swim in the pool, The garden started to turn brown in front of my eyes, the lawn turned crunchy, and there were six tanks watering cattle relying on that same pump that were also drying up. Talk about at a loose end. As a band-aid measure, a temporary poly pipe was run from a bore that was thankfully drilled the year before, about 10 kilometres away. But with limited pressure, water running through 10 k's of pipe above ground in the heat of the day, and a lot of thirsty animals to supply water for, 
we were on strict rations. No showers or baths, and the water was way too bloody hot anyway, and no watering the garden. However, it was water. A phone call, or a number of phone calls I should say, that started off sussing out when the earliest a new bore could be drilled, turned into something more like begging, when it was looking like four to six weeks until they could drill a new hole. Drilling 300 metres deep is not a cheap exercise, and nor is it a single day's work. But there are people in this world that are selfless, and in that bittersweet moment when Cam got off the phone and said, they'll be here next week, it was relief, and I knew it wasn't time to make a joke about me having to pull the apron on again. The drillers arrived having changed their holiday plans, leaving their loved ones and coming to the hottest and driest place in Australia to work out in the middle of the sun in 45-plus degree weather just so we could have water again. I think no amount of cold beer or saying thank you will ever compensate for them coming. But in the time from when the board decided to shit itself until after it was back up and pumping again, it seemed what could go wrong did. Waters elsewhere were not keeping up. There were breakages, blockages, and it was stinking hot. Cam and I would pass each other like ships in the night. He was coming in at all hours of the morning. I'd see him in bed when I got up to feed Lenny, and then he'd be gone again before the day began. And when he'd walk through the door in the afternoon, his eyes said it all. He was worried about what was going on out in the paddocks, but also about leaving me at home with four kids, one being only days old whilst having to cook for the drillers. I was worried about him living off the thought of sleep and hoping things would get back on track. But it's times like this where love and respect for one another is only amplified by the situation and all you can do is hope that tomorrow will be better. Ag Workforce specialises in recruiting for agricultural jobs including farm work, station work and agribusiness across Australia. View current jobs, advertise a position or register as a job seeker at agworkforce.com.au. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or leave us a review. It really helps other people find our podcast. You can find our website at centralstation.net.au where we have over 1,200 stories published from across Northern Australia all of our podcast episodes, a tourism directory for visiting an outback cattle station, and training and employment resources. We're on Facebook at Central Station, True Stories from Outback Australian Cattle Stations, and we're on Instagram at centralstation.net.au, and we're also on Twitter at Central Station 6. To discuss this episode with other listeners, head on over to our Facebook group, Central Station Podcast.